What's, What's up, up y'all? I'm Meech. I'm Negro. And I'm Melissa. So stack up them chips. Because we're about to go all, all in, in on, on everything. everything. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. So today, we want to welcome our guest, the marvelous Tanya from the very own Notorious Moms, the podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Girl, how you doing? Hello, hello, hello. I'm excited to have you on, man. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, man. This is this is very, very, very exciting. I actually wanted to uh, congratulate you on your podcast. Thank you so much. Yeah, so anybody who doesn't know, check out her podcast, Notorious Mom, the podcast. Make sure <laughs> Notorious Mom, the, the podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for being here. Yes, I'm super it. excited. Thank you, ladies, for having me. Of course. So we're doing something a little different today. Uh, so we decided to bring in our kids into the conversation. Um, I have my daughter, Kayla, who is 16 years old. Say hi, Kayla. Hi. <laughs> and i have my daughter elisha who's 17 hi <laughs> yeah and here we have tanya who's her son justin is joining us tanya and negro actually share oh justin <laughs> we uh, have one yeah, thing he's ours. <laughs> what's, yeah. up, yeah. what's up justin how are you doing I'm good. They're actually joining us from New York, guys. Yes, Brooklyn. Hey. It's New York. So we wanted to kind of have this conversation and, you know, because I think that a lot of times we as parents can be guilty of not really listening to our kids or kind of brushing some of the things off like, oh, you know, you're just a kid. You don't know what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. So Mm -hmm. we kind of wanted to use this time today to really have the conversation and let them kind of have the floor and, and explore and engage in just the differences between our generation, their generation, and just overall what they view, you know, parenting, good parenting, things like that. Um, So I kind of want to set it off and ask what your definition of a good parent would be or what that looks like to you, Kayla. Um, A caring, listening parent. Is that something that like you want? Like, I know kids want to talk to their friends all the time, like do kids actually want to talk to their parents and like have these conversations with their parents? Probably. I mean, I can't speak for most kids, but yeah, maybe. So, Justin, what do you what do you think? What's a good what's a definition of a good parent to you? Uh, I think the definition of a good parent, like Kayla said, like uh, somebody who cares, like a parent that cares for their child. Now, I mean, like doesn't have them in the street all the time, pushes them to to be great. Exactly. <laughs> Like, you know, you always need somebody to to keep pushing you to do great. But I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. Someone who cares and someone who's there for you, like no matter what, even through like the little arguments and the disagreements, you know, your mom's always still going to be there for you. So I think that's what a, a good parent is, like a real parent or whatever. Um, I agree with Justin. I think that a motivating parent is someone that's needed. I also think that a parent who lets their child like go to their best ability at it obviously it depends. But I believe a parent who believes in a kid, who cares for a kid, who makes sure they're always okay as in like safe, like they're eating, you know, they're not in the street as you said. And in general, like they make sure they're happy, they're okay and they have somewhere to come home to. And I think that's a basic like, necessity. I mean, it looks good. I mean, you guys, you know, you guys explained a little bit of what you guys believe is a good parent. 
how do you think it's good when a parent is also a friend? For example, Elisha, parents who smoke and drink with their kids. What do you think about that? Uh, I don't agree with that because you're just showing your kid that that's okay. And they're not going to do it like, they're not going to always do it with you. Like, you may think that you, you could say, oh, you can only do it. They're not going to only do it with you. They're going to do it whenever they have the access or availability to do it. So I don't think that's good. I just think that you should keep your own things away from your children when it comes to that. Because if you're exposing them, then you can't really hold it against them later on or, like, stop them because you expose them to it. How about you, Justin? I don't know. I feel like that's very, like, eh. Mad ghetto, like you shouldn't like do anything. <laughs> I don't, I don't feel like you should smoke or drink with your kids because that's something that you do with your friends. So I feel like the things that you do with your friends should stay in your friend group, and the thing that you do with your parents should stay with your parents. Like who even drinks and smoke with their like parents to begin with? Like you know what I mean? I don't know. That's just my opinion. I wouldn't do it, and my mom wouldn't allow it anyway. So <laughs> that's you, Tanya. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that being a friend to your child is important, but to a certain extent. Right. I think that the transparency and the communication needs to be really open um, because as we know, we're living in a world where it's very difficult for children to communicate with their parents because a lot of the times we are working parents, we have other siblings, I mean, other kids to take care of, you know, life is constantly moving. So I think that to have that nice balance of a friend and a parent is great. But all that drinking and smoking and nah, we're not doing that. I mean, <laughs> it's it's okay to to maybe know about it. Like if yeah. you if you know it's happening, then you can kind of like say, okay, if this is happening, then you should be careful of these things. Right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. unfortunately, we can't stop our children from doing things when they're not in our presence. Mm -hmm. But we can invite we can advise them as parents like, hey, if you're going to do this, please be careful and always be safe. Right. You're right. You're right. How about you, Kayla? I agree with them. I want my mom to be my friend to a certain extent. And the smoking or drinking is right to do with your child. That's like you're slowly killing yourself. <laughs> hey. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. You got a point. Yeah, you're slowly, like, making your own bed, right? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, but you can't control what you do, what Tonya said. So, yeah. Well, that's true. That's true. I mean, I got, you know, my own opinion on that. But I want to hear what, Mel uh, what Melissa got to say. No, um, I mean, I agree with all that. Like Tonya said, I, wa I want to be able to be there for my kid. And, and we don't even have to use the word friend. Like, you don't have to call me your friend. But I want you to trust me. And be able to ask me for advice and be able to talk to me about, okay, I got this boyfriend, I don't know what to do, blah, blah, blah. Um, and have these conversations like, okay, um, like she said, oh, I tried this or whatever. And then have conversations about being safe. Listen, at the end of the day, like she said, kids are going to do what they want to do. They're going to try things. We were kids once. We tried things. We tried it all. But one thing that I can say, even with me growing up, I wasn't able to talk to my mom about those things because my mom was like super religious. Right. So anything remotely, you know, wrong in her eyes, I couldn't even like, oh, my God, Señor te reprenda. Um, <laughs> it was like, yeah, I know all about that. Oh, Lord. So, you know, like I couldn't talk to her about boys. I couldn't talk to her about nothing. So 
Um, I do want that relationship. I want to be able to talk to you about those things, tell you how to be safe. You know, there's so many drugs out there that could be laced with other things that could kill you. And, you know, just, just be careful, you know, um, obviously we don't want our kids to do it, but who are we kidding? You know, I, I did wanted to talk about that. I wanted to give my personal opinion. So being a mom of a daughter, right? Because, uh, the difference is big. We have boys and we have girls. Mm-hmm. So um, our boys, you know, they're they're taught to go out there, be be a man, do what you do best. You can have a girlfriend, but girls, since we have so much more to lose, quote unquote. And um, at the end of the day, it's our girls who's carrying these children. It's our girls who are being left with children. So me specifically with Elisha, I always told her, we're not friends. I'm your mother. We're not friends. We can have a conversation. But then again, I wasn't raised that way. So it was a whole learning process for me. My mom didn't speak to me about anything, nothing. She just wasn't taught that, wasn't taught that. So she didn't teach me that. So now breaking the cycle, right? We have to, I have to like learn how to talk to her and learn how to be okay when she comes around and says, mom, I like this boy and not try to strangle her. Because, you know, it's a normal thing. It's 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 normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was very, very, very clear from the start with her because I've seen it with my own friends. I've seen my friends with their kids try to be too much of a friend that they forget what they are as a mother. And then your child gets way too comfortable and it's like, nah, my mom's cool shit. She'll be all right. No, no, you, you got it wrong. Because, you know, kids don't know their limit. They're going to go for how how far you let them. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like it's a scary, scary world. Raising these children, fighting against this entire world. Because you tell them one thing, but then when they go to school, they see something else. Now it's like, who, who, do, I, who do I go with? Who do I believe? And uh, I've always believed that was a battle that our children have to go against every single day. Don't smoke. Then they go to school and it's like, yeah, smoke. So Right. But I think that's also a, a reason why you also don't want to be too strict in the sense where they feel like they can't talk to you. Because that's what I experienced. You know what I'm saying? Where I felt like I couldn't even open up to my mom because everything was going to be no, 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 no. So you want to have that balance, too, to where it's like, yeah, you know your child feels like they can trust you to where one day, you know, they're going to realize, you know what, I can talk to my mom and she'll give me that real advice as opposed to these friends I have at school. So you want to get to that point where, you know, they trust your guidance and your leadership over all those other people. Over it, exactly. It's a, it's a hard thing. It is. It's hard. Um, Yeah, that's why I think it's really important that um, education, I always say education starts at home. And you have to provide the proper foundation for your children, whatever that means for you, you know, like teaching them about the outside world. Cause we, unfortunately we can't keep our kids in a bubble and, you know, it's really good to have those transparent conversations to let them know like, Hey, this is what it is in our home, but Mm -hmm. you are going to experience other things. Once you get out in the world, once you meet different people, once you get in these different kinds of environments. And that's why it's really important to teach our children how to function in these different environments with different people. Yep. I agree. So what are some things that you feel your parents can improve on? Oh, stop comparing kids to your kids. Ooh. Um, Damn. (laughs) You're talking about your daddy, right? (laughs) 
we can No, no, no. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Um, you have the floor. Please be open and honest. Go ahead. Um, like if um your kid is doing bad in school and I don't know a friend of yours kid is doing great. Like don't compare your ch- child to your friend's kid because he's doing or she's doing great in school because that makes your child feel some type of way. I've seen it. My mm. own siblings. Yeah, go through that. Okay. So yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Uh oh. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm about to talk about this one. All right. So <laughs> my mother's attitude is terrible. <laughs> so like, I feel like um when we get in arguments and whatnot. I mean, I'm not trying to bash her or anything. Don't get me wrong. I love her with all my heart, but her <laughs> attitude is something she needs to work on because mm. every time something would happen, like it would be a minor inconvenience, and she would just be like yelling and screaming and but. I mean, I understand it because it's on my part, too, because she'll have to tell me, like, Justin, do this, Justin, do this. And she'll tell me, like, five times, six times. But then it's like, I don't really look at it as nothing crazy because it's like, I'm going to do it at the end of the day, right? But it's just the fact that she wants me to do it, like, when she says, I guess. So it, it it's something that we could both work on. But besides that, like, you know, she's pretty, she's, she's cool. She don't really do anything, like, you know. Scorpio baby, Sonia. I feel you. Yeah. I know. know. Because here's the thing that he tends not to understand, right? So if I ask you to do something, fine. Okay, take your time, do it or whatever. But then if I have to continuously ask, I will always ask really nicely the first time, semi-nicely the second time. (laughs) By the third time, I am effing pissed. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, because why do we have to continuously have the same conversation? And if you would just do it when I asked you the first time, guess what? You don't hear my mouth no more. And that's it. It's over. Okay. Okay. All right. Let me, I have something to say about this too. Like <laughs> nobody's telling her to tell me more than once. Right. I heard her the first time. I'm going to do it. Like, you know what I mean? She just, it's a, <laughs> she wants to tell me that we go through over here. <laughs> right. Wants to tell I know. Me more than once. Like I heard her the first time. Like I'm going to do it. Just like, because to us, we don't know you're going to do it because you haven't gotten up to do it. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, um, I have the same problem over here. I actually I actually wake up earlier than I'm supposed to. So I could do like, because I only do the dishes. And because I don't want to hear her mouth. Like she's always like, oh, I should do this. Oh, I should do that. And I don't like, like I know I'm a kid, but I don't like to be told what to do. Like I just, I'm going to do it because I want to do it. I like cleaning, but it's going to be during my time. I don't want to hear anybody's mouth. <laughs> Oh my goodness, these kids. So, yeah, but um, something she could improve on is it's the same thing. She needs to stop screaming because that kid's going to come out angry. I keep telling her. And, well, she doesn't scream at me no more. She screams at the dogs, but not. I don't have anything to complain about right now. I'm in peace because my brother's gone in New York. And stop. <laughs> she's been fine so but no, if okay, okay but give him an example if the, let's say Landon's back or you know if let's just give him an example well since you talk about Landon oh um, god she needs to be fair because she loves Landon like there's no tomorrow like that's her that's her baby like that's her <laughs> I don't know and he's like he's already eight and she acts like he's like he was just born <laughs> everything's him yeah. not that I need attention Aww. But he just—he don't deserve it. Like he's not a—he's not a baby no more. Like he don't need all that attention. He don't need. She still calls him like, "Oh my god, come here." He's literally eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> you hear her? I just can't. That's <laughs> what it's about. We want them to be real, you know. Like you know what's crazy? I tell her all the time, like Elisha, you were the only child for ten years. Exactly. 
That's the so, problem. That's, that's exactly the problem. It. The problem is she was the only child for 10 years. So she remembers, you know, what she want to remember. I used to treat her the same way. She was the baby. She's the first oh, no, granddaughter. I know, that. She's, I know that. Yeah, she's the first granddaughter. She's the first niece. She's the first great-granddaughter. Oh, so, girl, baby. please, spoiled is not even, you know, she was spoiled. But when it comes to him, you know, he's, that's me. That's that's my boy. He's, he's you know, it's mama's boy. And I know that um, bringing into the whole concept of how can I improve, I understand where Justin and you come in, Tanya, where it's like, Oh, um, we have to repeat ourselves. Um, like she said, like Tanya said, the fact that we got to say it more than once is it's because how do you know you're not delaying our time? You know what I mean? Like you got to be more conscious of why we're asking things. You got to understand if we want something done, it's for a reason. We're not here bored. We out here trying to get stuff done. Even if it's that you, it, even if you think that you, sh- we don't need it. The peace of mind is what we need. Right. Can you please just get it done? If it's the only thing that you got to do, just think about it. Like, you know what? If I do this right now, my mom's going to leave me the fuck alone. Exactly. Straight up. Because we think of it as like disrespect. Like, okay, yes. Yes. That, like, why are they not moving right now? Like, am I like, you know, it's like, what the heck? Like, you, you kind of start looking around like, did I know I just said what I just said. Like, what what is going on right now? You know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. Don't feel... But I also want to touch on even what Kayla just said, because I do think that is something really important that I know that everybody's guilty of is just like, oh, why can't you just do this and that like your brother? Or why can't you, you know, so-and-so look at look at them. They got straight A's and blah, blah, blah. Like you need to focus just like so-and-so. I know that that is something that I mean, at least I could say for me, I, I, I've gotten better. Um, I don't think I'm I'm that bad anymore but i know that i've done it before you know i know i've been guilty of that because in your mind you think you're like oh I, i'm just trying to motivate them but you don't realize right. how you're go ahead, go ahead. you're really hurting them right some of the kids will probably feel like damn i can't meet this standard right right you know i think that's that's the pressure that they may feel and i agree i'm meeting the standard I, I mean, I don't, uh, I, I can't say that I do that just because Elisha has, she's a, she's a 50 year old and a 17 year old body. Like she just said, I like to clean. Like she likes to clean. She likes to rearrange her room. Mm. These things are oh, We're going to have to, we, we're going to have to switch. Michi, you're going to have to send us to, to New York. <laughs> no, 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 and I'm going to no, send no. Justin. He'll go back straight, girl. Don't worry. I'm a, no, but. Yo, it, it, don't it, listen it, to her. I, I like to clean. All my stuff On your clean. time. Can I just say a quick, a quick little story sure. really quickly? So there was this one day that Justin and I, we got into this very big argument because it was like three things like back to back that he fucked up. Right. I told him to do one thing. He did something totally different. I told him something else and then he messed that up. And then the last draw was the fact that I sent him to the supermarket and I told him to bring back cilantro and he brings back parsley. Who does that? Oh, no. Bro, like, listen, listen. On my behalf, it was no labels or nothing. And parsley and cilantro looks the same. How you expect Who me to, does to that? feel me? How you we don't know. He didn't know. Honest, honest mistake. That's an honest mistake right I'm here. like, bro, 
how do you <laughs> not know? And it was like, I needed the cilantro to cook what I was cooking. So this is the, this is like one of the things it's like the not paying attention that yeah. really just makes me furious. It sometimes. does look the same though. So I got him on that one. It does look the same. <laughs> But after I started cooking, you gotta smell it. Smell is not the same, but I can see how he could do that. She said, now that I started cooking, I know the difference. You hear that, right? (laughs) (laughs) He's not not cooking. That's why. That's Mm -hmm. why. We gotta put you to cook, Justin. (laughs) Yo, nah, I be cooking. Don't don't get me wrong, but I don't ever use cilantro. Like, oh man, you're missing it. Missing it. So listen, fried chicken. Nah, oh, word. the okay. only thing I really make for myself is like chicken parm and all that, all that other stuff. All right, okay, you know, wow. you make a noodle, cup of noodles. He's gonna survive on chicken parm. Yeah, chicken parm. My, my mother doesn't cook for me like she does before, oh, but oh, you're not gonna get it. It happens. It happens. I stopped. I'm tired. Yeah, <laughs> tired. Day seventeen. They could do it. So I want to ask you guys: What is something that we, as parents, do that embarrass you? Alicia, you can you can start. I feel like sometimes one thing that embarrasses me is like you're really ghetto. Diablo. She's sister. She's like she's cursing up a whole storm. Like okay, for example, I'm gonna say this. We're from New York, right? Yep. And I don't say the N word like that. Like I never have. I just don't agree with it. And when I came down here, it kind of just I understand where people come from. Um, I just don't say it. There's sometimes I don't need in a song sometimes, but I'm not gonna fully just like you know. I just don't say it. Um, I have a black boyfriend, and my mom. Well, we've been together for two years, so my mom met him, and I told her, "Can you not say it around him? Because I don't know how he's gonna react." Like, You're like, not from Brooklyn. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second, Michi. Where you from, though? Are you Puerto Rican? No, I'm Ecuadorian. You're Ecuadorian. Okay. Yeah. You're Hispanic, though. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm Hispanic. So I was like, can you not say that? Because I know how he's going to react. And she's like, I'm not changing how I'm going to say it. Because you want to have a boyfriend and you think I'm going to change how I talk. It's, I don't mean it like that. I just, this is how I talk. So whatever. He ended up not, like, caring about it. But it was just the the factor around it. And she's just always, like, cursing. She's always, like, she's always saying stuff that I say. And I'm like... You're not 17. Like, she just talks so ghetto. You got a young mom. Sorry. Like, you be saying stuff is busting. Facts. Like, like it's lit. Facts. Yes, facts. You're done. (laughs) Now, um... Okay. Something my mom does that embarrasses me. I don't know. Like every time she calls me when I'm not supposed to be doing something, she'll like scream on the phone when I'm around everybody. Like, yo, let me tell y'all. So the other night, me and my friends pull up to the front of the house and I told her I'll be back at like 10 o'clock. I think I came like a little late or something. She's waiting outside the door. Right. And then she comes up to the car and she's like, yo, you know, I'll beat all your asses. Right. Why well, I ain't have my son home on time. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, that's a fact. Don't get me wrong. Right. We, we're all close, so we was all laughing about it. But the fact that she even did that, it's like, come on. Like, you dragging it. Feel me? Because you know why? Everybody will get it. <laughs> and, and he's saying it wrong. He actually was supposed to be home at 9 o'clock. And it was oh, 10 o'clock. o'clock. He oh. was one hour late. And he was, be- he was being driven home by a friend. So I went. I waited outside until he got in. I, wo- I rolled up to the car. And I'm like, listen, do me a favor. If you're going to have my son out... He needs. To, he has a curfew. That's I don't care. I'm not concerned. Yes, I'm not concerned about what y'all want to do, but y'all bring my son home at the time that I say. Because Edno se manda. He's still under my care. That's 17. right, girl. That's right. Mm-hmm. How about you, Kayla? I agree with Elisha. With my <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me explain. Let me explain. With the cursing. 
Oh. Everything else, that no. But what you do that embarrass me, like when I'm on the phone with my friends and you'll come into the room randomly talking about asking me uncomfortable questions. Kayla, you talking to somebody? <laughs> Kayla, you got a boyfriend? <laughs> Kayla. And I'm like, I'm on the phone. Don't ask me these questions. I'm sorry. <laughs> and she's like, mm, I know you're lying. <laughs> I hope I'm barging in there like, what are you talking What are you guys talking about? Is it a boy or a girl? <laughs> Who's your friend? Like, I just, so I does your mom, does your mom just randomly open your door, look at you, see your, I'm either like playing Fortnite or I'm on the phone. He, they see you're not doing nothing. They just open the door because you're bored and just close it. Yes. Because okay. <laughs> I'm checking. I'll walk in her room. I'll like do a little dance and then I'll walk out. <laughs> Oh it's called it's called random checks. I don't know exactly. either. Exactly. I just walk right on in. If no, that door better not be locked either. You got what I got. We can see it. Yo, I walked in. What was that one time I walked in? I walked in on Kayla's, and she's like always on Facetime. That's how they talk. Mm-hmm. I walk in, she's on Facetime. What was it? Her, one of her friends was like, "Damn, your mom got cakes or something like." Oh. <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo. Hey yo! <laughs> I'm like, damn, yo, okay, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, this, this is what I mean. <laughs> yeah, we're embarrassing them right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, we'll we'll move on. We'll move on. All right. So so let's 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 switch it up a little bit. We're talking about how how we embarrass you, what we could do to improve. Let, let's 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 get better now. What are some things that you think that your parents do right? Kayla, um, she's caring. If I can say that. <laughs> um. Feeds me. <laughs> I think that's, you know. That's like, important. I mean, but I mean, like, she does try to talk to me, but I don't let her. <laughs> Thanks for your honesty. At least you see, guys, I try. I try to open up the door. I let her know that she can talk to me. I don't force it, though. You know what I'm saying? But go ahead, Justin. Uh, some things my mom does right. Uh, she made me very, like, goal-driven. Uh, Because, like, when I started high school, I wasn't really, like, you know, the best student, I guess. Mm -hmm. But, like, throughout the years or, like, just even in general, she always pushes me to to my best ability. Uh, Like, I would I don't think I would, like, you know, have gotten the good grades that I have now in high school if it wasn't for her. Because she's always on my ass, like, Justin, do this. Justin, study for your test. Justin, do this. Justin, do that. And sometimes it gets annoying. But, I mean, it all works out now because I've graduated high school. I'm about to go to college. So, whatever. And I know even though I'm going away for college. She's still going to be calling me, still going to be texting me. Justin, you, you got to test them all. Justin, this, Justin, that. So, I mean, sometimes it gets annoying, but, you know, I know it's all going to work out in the long run. So, I thank her for that. Amen. Awesome. Good job, Aww. Tanya. Good job. Congrats, Justin, on, on your graduation, you. man. Thank you. Thank you. Bigger and better things now. Yes. Um, One thing my mom, she didn't fail at was. I'm very, like, I see other kids, and some kids, like, they don't know how to do anything, like, at home. Or, like, they don't they don't really know how to do much. And I just feel like because their parents did everything for them, they're going to be, like, I'm not going to, I'm not talking about anybody specifically, but I'm saying, like, they might just be lost in life. And me, personally, like, my mom never, like, always opened the door for me, like, oh, yeah, here's everything. Like, you don't have to do anything. I always, like, everything I wanted, I had to get for myself. And that's not even a bad thing because now I'm like, I've always been independent at a young age and I feel better because I know when I grow up, I'll be fine. Like I know how to do everything for myself. Um, I don't really ask her for help unless it's like an emergency or like something serious. But most of the things 
I know that I wouldn't have been who I am if she would have done everything for me, like, my whole life. That's so, Kudos to you. Kudos, yeah. kudos to us. Um, I mean, I think that I was like that with Elisha because of exactly that. I wanted her to know that um, she could do it. There's no doubt in her. You know what I mean? Um, today she has two jobs. She she has two, she has two two part time jobs, but she can't do a full time. She does lashes. She babysits, and this is all money to, that she earns, that she keeps, that she you know does. She has her. She wanted braces, and I explained to her, look. Um, if you want braces, you feel uncomfortable with, you really want it, you work, you pay for it. That's your bill. So what does she do? She works, she pays for her braces. She's all, she's already taken them out in August. She went through with everything. And you know, that just motivates them, motivates them to be uh, more independent, showing themselves, proving it to themselves. Like I could do this. You know what I mean? Like, don't you know don't don't get me wrong it's not like i was no you're gonna starve you better eat no it's like you know <laughs> it's it's yeah i fed i fed her and even that <laughs> at four at what was it 13 14 learn how to make a rice because i'm not here all the time right what are you gonna do pop shepherd idea popcorn like you know and we don't eat like that and listen I'm not trying to say don't eat like that, but my parents raised me to cook every day. So I cook every day. My son's favorite dish is any soup. If you ask him, what is your favorite dish? Sopa. <laughs> Straight up. Because um, they don't really like fast food. And, and it's a good thing, but it also, it was annoying because when you're rushing and you're trying to get them to eat, it's like, oh, I don't really want, I want rice and beans. Like, <laughs> like there is not the time, but it, it, you know, I'm I'm glad and I'm happy that she learned exactly what I wanted her to learn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about you, Tanya? Yeah, <clears throat> it's important. So both my parents, um, my parents, they, you know, they grew up very traditional. My father didn't finish high school. Um, he actually just did up to the eighth grade. Um, but my dad is extremely smart. He's a hustler. He's always had two jobs all his life. My mother worked two jobs. I mean, and I was brought up with the mentality of you want something you got to grind for. You got to hustle. You have to um, you have to motivate yourself because nobody's going to give you anything. You know, we weren't raised wealthy. We weren't raised with the silver spoons in our mouths, but we were raised with that drive. You know what I mean? That you you got to be a go getter. And this is what I tell Justin all the time, no matter what you want to do, because I support him. And whatever he wants to do. He wants to go to school. He wants to be an entrepreneur. He wants to be a businessman. All right, we're going to do it. How are we going to do it? We're going to grind. It's, it's grind time. You got to buckle down and do what you got to do because we got we to gotta fight for what we want. Absolutely. Good for you, man. How about you, Melissa? Man. So, I mean, I was, I can say that I can do better in that area as far as letting them do more. I, I am, you know, keep it funky. I am the type that's just like, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to do it because I know it's going to be done right. Like, I'm that type. Your you know perfectionist, a perfectionist. Right. <laughs> it's to where it's like, I'll, I'll just do it or whatever. Like, you know, obviously I have them do like, they're okay, do your laundry, do things like that. Okay, do the dishes, whatever. But when it comes to like cooking and stuff like that, like that's like what I do. But I do see now as they're older where I'm like, you know, I think it's about time that you learn how to fucking make a pot of rice or <laughs> do something because like you said, like it gets tiring. I work all day and I'm tired and, you know, it'd be nice because I remember that's how I grew up. Like you guys are saying, I grew up and my mom was at work and she's like, okay, um, can you at least start the rice and season the meat or whatever? And then when I get home, I'll do that. Right. And we would do that. Yep. Um, 
you know, my dad was, we had everything we wanted, as, you know, or needed as kids. But when it came to like certain extras, like, okay, when cell phones started coming out mm-hmm. and I wanted a cell phone, I was, a, I was a senior in high school and it was like, all right, I'll buy you the cell phone, but you need a job to pay that monthly bill. Right. Bill. Or, you know, I want to start driving. Okay. Um, I'll give you the car. You know, he gave me like a hand-me-down car, but you need a job to pay for the insurance or things right. like that to where he taught us, you know, to work. So that's something that definitely want to instill in the kids and we got to get cracking because y'all motherfuckers lazy, but (laughs) (laughs) go ahead. Uh, So, you know, now that um, we're actually, the next question brings me to um, joining us right now is our very own Negro. (laughs) Mira esto. (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, he made it. He made it. He made it, guys. He made it. You made it late. (laughs) I I was at football practice. We're liars. My bad. So, Justin is there, as you can see. He's right there. (laughs) What's up, huh? What up, what up? So we have Melissa, Melissa's there, but her, you know, she's there with her daughter, Kayla. Mm-hmm. So what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? What did I say? This is the talk with our kids. So, the next- so all right. So listen, uh, children's. <laughs> so uh, question, how is it being children who come from parents who are no longer together? How has that affected you? And do you feel your parents did a good, did or do a good job at, with co-parenting? So I don't really remember my parents being together, like, at all. Um, my dad was a piece of crap. <laughs> and <laughs> he was, now I'm going to say a piece of crap, but he was just young and immature. And a lot of fathers can relate to that it happens. So I'm not going to bash him, but um, my mom and my stepdad did everything for me and my grandfather, like my family basically did everything for me. Um, I was with my stepdad, which is Landon's dad. I was with him for like most of my life. He kind of raised me, um, like living with me every day. And I didn't really have the co-parenting like that. Like my dad, he was never really like involved, like not involved, I guess, but like he wasn't like, oh, I'm going to see you. This is not like a week, a week with me, a week with like my mom. It was like whenever he would show up, he would try to take me or he would try to be there. So it wasn't like a co-parenting, but it was like he was there sometimes. So I didn't really have like my actual like you know father figure there like present and my parents weren't together but I did have people who substituted that so I never really missed out on um that I feel like my stepdad did a great job my grandfather did a great job everybody who's around me did a great job and so did my mom but my dad also having that parents not together and your dad never being there consistently it motivates you to never settle for less like with men you don't want um, you don't want your kid to ever go through that you don't want to go through that it's not when you're not going to show up when you feel like it. It's when you should and when you need to do. Amen. So, yeah. That's right. That's right, girl. How about you, Justin? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, I don't even, like, me, my dad and my mom, they weren't even together when I was, like, born. I think they, like, separated, like, way before. I, so, I don't even remember them being together like that, for real. But um, I, I guess they, they did a pretty decent job because I'm not no, like, you know, crazy, out of my, <laughs> out of my mind type of kid, like, you know, um, Mister right here, he's he's a good dad. Don't get me wrong, but you know, sometimes he he he, he be doing his own thing, and I can't blame him because I do my own thing too. <laughs> like, cause we're we're the same person for real. Cause uh-huh. yeah, like, I won't, I, sometimes I won't call, he won't call. But like you know, it, as we've gotten older, I feel like he's gotten better with it. Like um, you know, he'll text me now, he'll call me, like he'll and he'll try to um to like you know say what's up, you know, call me, text me, see what I'm doing. And I feel like he's definitely gotten better with that than um from before. 
Because I feel like when I was younger, he would do it, but not as much as he does now. But um, I don't hold him against it. Like, I don't, you know, I don't hate you or anything. Like, it is what it is. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, like... (laughs) I, I, I'm not going to hate you for it, but... It's your mother's you know. fault. <laughs> no. no, because that's one You're thing... You're a psychopath. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. That's one thing... That's one thing... That's one thing I never did. Mm -hmm. You know, even though Nato and I weren't together, you know, Justin was being raised, you know, by my side of the family most most for the most part. But I never badmouthed him. I never said, Oh, your dad is this or your dad is that. I let things and a lot of times I covered up for your motherfucking ass, just letting you know that right now. (laughs) Um, but this is why they have a good relationship now because I didn't let the things that we were going through affect his upbringing. Yeah. And that's 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 exactly how it should be. Yeah, right. like my, you know, my mom did a, a very good job raising me. Yeah, and you know, I had the help from my grandmother and like my grandpa and my stepdad as well, like you know, helping with my upcoming, I guess. But yeah, they did a they did a pretty good job. So I give them that round of applause to them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys, how about you, Kayla? I don't really remember my parents being together, but um, it co-parenting is great. I guess everybody gets along. Um. No beef, no drama. I hope. <laughs> no secret. Um, but my dad and stepmom, they're great. Hold on, she needs <laughs> my stepmom and mom are friends. We're family at the end of the day. That's mm-hmm. good. And you know, and sometimes it's the it's the best thing, you know, working working together so that the toxicity is not existent, you know? It's yeah. not existent. It's it's hard because sometimes when we're so young, I don't know how old you were, Tanya, but I was 18 and um, I was 18. I was 20. Okay. I was 20 when I had Justin. Yeah. I I was pretty young. Absolutely. I feel like I wasn't, honestly, I feel like I wasn't ready to have a kid at that time. And I felt like, like my life was like over. Um, but you know, we here and Justin also has like a dope ass bonus mom, you know, Uh you know, negative girlfriend, Jessica. Oh yeah. Jessica. Yeah. She's, amazing i love her yeah. a lot um because she treated justin like her own her own that's what's up yeah that's what's up. Shout out Jessica. yeah man i mean as a parent that's speaking from my from my point of view from the men from the men's side from the men's side <laughs> you know with just i'm super proud of where he's at and what he's done now you know to, to touch on what he was saying it wasn't easy to get to the point that we're at now and it wasn't because of a, a decision of not wanting to be there. I think the lack of distance made a huge impact on us, you know, um, just being away from each other for so long, you know. And as a, as a father, you know, I hope you never get to feel like what, it, what that's like, you know, because that's that takes a toll on you over time. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I would love nothing more than to be here. I remember, I used to beg your mother to move to Florida. Please, I'll fucking give you the money <laughs> know, for the apartment. Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> you know, but, you know, it is what it is. We did the best of what we could do. But, you know, um, all we can do now is just really be grateful that we're here. And just know that this, you know, we're going to be, it's going to be better for, from, from better and better from this point on. Because those couple years that we missed were a very short period. And, yeah, they were big. But, you know, I did my best, you know, with my part. Jess did her best with her part. Your mother did an amazing job. Your family over there did an amazing job. You know, um, we talk about it all the time, about, you know, your mom and how good she, you know, she made it. The other day when we were talking, when when you called me, it's like, oh, Justin doesn't cook it. I'm like, that's because you babied that nigga. Because he, had, he gave it to him so good. <laughs> him so good. That's a fact. Because, you know, we had it rough. So it's like, you know, um, couldn't ask for better for a better son for better children you know and um i just want to tell you you know bob i'm very very proud of you i love you to death and i always i communicate with you as much as i possibly can now you know whatever i can't do for you i do for you 
I love your personality. I love your, your own sense of style. You know, I love that you have, you just, you're a good person at heart. You know, we have a lot of conversations just about, you know, um, different things now. And it's like, you get ready to go to college. You're going to be mm-hmm. the first one, you know, yeah. Isaiah, Isaiah, Isaiah chose a different route. He didn't go to college, but you know, he's doing his thing. Shout out to Isaiah, but you're going to go to college, man. And you did great on your SATs, bro. You're going to, you got, you know, you, you got things going for you that some of us didn't. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And uh, shout out to your mom for doing such an amazing job and and, and uh, give her her props because she did. She had mm-hmm. a lot of patience with me. You know what I mean? And I, mean, it's yo, I couldn't do it without y'all because y'all, y'all showed me the right path. You know, y'all, y'all made me learn from y'all mistakes. So, Absolutely. So everything that y'all did wrong, they told they y'all told me, you know what? Don't do what don't I do did. Don't, don't do, do it. it. You know, that's important too because like with, you know, with Kayla and, you know, with her dad and I, like we, what she doesn't even know is things that she didn't see. You know what I'm saying? We never, we mm-hmm. never put any of the drama in front of her. Like I, I explained to her and it's like, she's in shock where I'm like, oh, when you were a baby, you know, we, there was some times where we couldn't stand each other. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we never fought in front of her. And then as the years went by and, you know, you mature, cause Meech, like you said, you know, I, I had her at 18. He was 18. Yeah. We were young. We didn't know how to handle emotions then, you know, so a lot of, you know, petty this and that or whatever. But as we grew up, that's when our relationship got better. Um, We I can genuinely say, you know, he's a friend. I can call him when I need him. I was locked out of my house the other day. I had to call him because he's a locksmith and he came to help. (laughs) And I'm very close with his um, with his girlfriend, Kayla's bonus mom. Like, shout out to her. She's amazing. You know, we do things together as a family. We all can get together for barbecues and do this and do that. And. And it's just, it's a blessing because you see how it affects the kid and how your kid is happier, you know, and we do talk to Kayla too, like, just like what Justin was saying of, you know, him learning what not to do, you know, learning from his parents' mistakes is, you know, we talked to Kayla too, like, listen, we were young, we did this and this, you know, we, we messed up in school, but you could do this and you can do that. So it's, it's about showing them, you know, leading by example. So what are some characteristics that you feel like you got from your parents? Well, um, I honestly feel like I got most of my characteristics from my father because um, my mom, <laughs> my mom is the outgoing one and she can actually talk to people and I can't, I'm shy. <laughs> I will not talk to you, but I can get comfortable. <laughs> It just depends on the situation. So, yeah, I don't think I really got too much from her. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true, though, man. Her and her dad can be awkward as you know what sometimes. That social awkwardness. But, you know, that's my baby. (laughs) Justin. Uh, The characteristics I got from her. Mm, probably my outgoing personality because everything else he got from his father even though he wasn't <laughs> he wasn't raised by him he's just like yeah. his dad so that means you're awesome yep. so you got well, well so you're saying the outgoing comes from your father or your mother not yet my outgoing personality because like i feel like i'm like a very like social, a social butter- butterfly so, yeah, extrovert, like extrovert. Butterfly. Uh, i feel i feel like i um, I get along with people and that's one thing that she she does as well you know she's not like one of those people to just sit in a corner and you know just stay quiet she's very outgoing and very spontaneous I'll be the life of the party yeah exactly exactly so I feel like I got that from her well I feel like I got my attitude from my mom <laughs> <laughs> because she be talking so much but I'm like the same person I'm I do everything the same like everything's just the same thing like how I talk even with my hands or everything's just the same um from my dad um I don't know yes. I guess 
yeah, he kind of just gave me like my characteristics. Like some of them are bad. Yeah, feature. Sorry. And I guess the emotional part. My mom, she's like heartless. She just, she don't. I've never seen her. Well, sometimes, but I, if you see her cry, like, whoa, there's something wrong with this world. But I guess the emotional part, I'll say I got it from my dad. But other than that. Um, I think I got everything mostly from her. I mean, you know, going going talking about it, I feel like now I guess we can tell them what we see in them, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So me, I see very much. Well, her face is my face, but characteristics, yes, the attitude, the fact that she wants to be something and do stuff and and be out there and and make it happen. That's definitely something that um I she definitely got from me. I'm not gonna sit here and badmouth you know her dad because um. Like she said, he was young. He was in a situation where he wasn't ready to have another child at that time. So, you know, obviously all I know from him is what I don't like from him. You know what I mean? I don't think it's fair to sit here and be like, oh, well, you know, he's a shitty person, isn't that? I feel like, you know, one day he'll sit down and have a conversation with her and he'll find out, she'll find out why maybe his his upbringing, maybe the way he was brought up, he wasn't the right way and that's all he knows. You know, right. sometimes that's, right. that's that's exactly how we how we got to take it. Other than that, I feel like she's very, like she said, she's very emotional. Definitely me. Uh, <laughs> and, and it's not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing because I feel like we grew up a specific way. Like I grew up, I had to grow up like a hard ass. You got to go out there. You know, you 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 can't let people just bully you. You can't this. And I'm very light skinned and I, I'm from Brooklyn. So... <laughs> You gotta defend yourself because you know, forget about it. Like, oh, this is white girl, bitch. You know? <laughs> so she didn't have to go through that. So why do I? Te- why would I teach her that? Right. You know what I mean? So that's right. that's me. I think what Kayla is saying is true. Like with, I see a lot of her father, a lot of her father in hers, just even, um, not just like the shy, you know, the social awkwardness or whatever, but even just, um, like she bottles things up. She's not, she doesn't express herself and, you know, I am very emotional. I like to talk. Um, (laughs) I'm like, I'm telling you everything that I feel in the moment. And she's not like, I feel like I have to pull teeth to get things out of her. So a lot of that is definitely comes from her dad's side. But the one thing that I will say that I feel like that she did get from me is, is a lot of that nurturing caring um characteristics like she's like she's a caretaker like she she wants to take care of you she's she'll do like whatever to be you know like acts of service is her love language you know what i'm saying she may not express herself a lot but you know she she's gonna want to help like she's kind of like the therapist to her friends you know and things like that and that's how i am you know so those those things i do see in her but definitely a lot of the outward stuff is is more like her dad um as far as what I think he got from me, I think that that's definitely um, one of the things I'm very outgoing. Um, one thing he didn't get from me is my attitude because I'll be I'll be ready to bust somebody's ass any day, any time. But <laughs> that's just that's the Brooklyn chick in me, you know. Like me to you from Brooklyn, you know. We grew up in a in I grew up in East New York, you know. At that time, growing up. The neighborhood was rough and we needed to be tough. But that's one thing that Justin is not like I showed him. Well, I can never really show him how to be tough because I I feel like a woman can't show um, a young man how to be a young man. But I'm definitely tough. And being an extrovert, he definitely got that for me. Yeah, chill. Hold it down. Um, uh, For me, I think Justin got a definitely your willingness to just not care what people think about you. 
Mm-hmm. That's definitely for me. I had my mm-hmm. hair blonde when I was fucking 15, 16. Everybody called me Cisco. Um, the way you're able to adapt to your environment the way you're able to you know if you if you you could be hood if you got to be hood you could be this if you got to be this you know your sense of humor is definitely mine oh Oh, yeah (laughs) 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 um i think you're the way i never forget the conversation we had about your friend and how much you care you know i think you got that for me too just how much how important your friends are to you because for me my friends are always my family you know what i'm saying and um you always see the good in people and that's i feel like you got that for me as well like you you know you you choose not to look at the negative you choose to look focus on the positive things that people have you know uh, people can make mistakes and it's not the end of the world you know your mother's like that as well she you know she's very forgiving very you know open-minded in that way you know your open-mindedness and it's also you know you have your own features that you know that i I write you about all the time that, you know, I'm learning from you. You know what I'm saying? Like, just you're always up to game with the, with the newest shit, the newest verbiage, the newest whatever. Every time Justin comes for the summer, we leave, we leave with sounding like Justin. He comes ah. with a whole new slang. <laughs> Yo, that's that's funny that you say that because Just sent me a video the other day and it was a video of like, I think I was saying like, I was like 14 or 13 and I'm like, oh, she got to get this bread. She got to get this bread or something breach, like breach, that. Just like, just is like, yo, you had me saying that for like two years straight or something. I was. Yeah, I was yeah. All right. So I want to touch on something that you know a lot of us parents are afraid to talk about and i want you know honest answers just don't be afraid okay how has life been when encountering drugs around you how do you see that like are you peer pressured are there people out there like you need to do it do you feel like you're not that's not really you do you feel like in any moment it might happen that's curiosity exactly curiosity those are my questions um well for me personally i've been a lot of places where there's drugs where there's nothing crazy but i mean it happens everywhere even in school when i used to go to school when i still go to school like it still happens in the bathroom we smell it like it happened a lot when i moved to florida it may sound weird but i didn't (laughs) we didn't didn't experience that back home i didn't know like i would never forget there my first day at school there was this guy and he i was very shy and he was first one to talk to me and he said, have you ever smoked weed? Or, I mean, ha- sorry, have you ever had a blunt? And I was like, a what? And he was like, a blunt. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. And he was, and I was 14 when I moved here. So he was like, a blunt. I'm like, I don't know what that is. And he was asking me, like, even like sexual stuff. Have you ever done this? Have you ever done that? And I'm like, Lord, I don't Let's even. Let's see how I break his fucking legs. I don't, <laughs> even know, I don't even know what it is. And I swear to God, like, I didn't know what any of that was. I could put it on my life. I, it was really weird for me. I'm like, damn, I didn't know how any of that was, was because I lived in New York and my mom, she kind of trapped me in a house for 14 years. <laughs> she, she never let me go anywhere. She never let me do anything when I lived in New York. Like nothing you could think of, nothing. I I never saw a friend outside of school. So, I mean, now I kind of think like it was good because now when I came here and when I encountered all these drugs, it's just, it's not me. Like if I want to do it, I'm not going to do it. And if I want to do it, then maybe, but it really hasn't happened where it's a necessity, like where these kids find Hitting nicotine is a necessity. Like it's an addiction. It's it's a serious addiction. Like these kids have. So to me, I'm not really like it's not really a necessity. It's just it just doesn't. It's not my thing. It doesn't interest you. Okay. That's because but there's yeah. nothing to do in Florida with them damn gators. <laughs> you live in Far Rock. There's nothing to do. And what are you doing over there? <laughs> Shoveling the snow. 
The city that never sleeps is always awake. There's always something to do. Please. Far Rockaway is, is, is asleep. You don't live in Manhattan, woman. No, don't be don't be shouting out my area. <laughs> Yo, Justin, how about you? What do you what do you what do you have to say about that? Uh I mean <clears throat> you said you want honesty. So honesty. Look, you see you here sucking her teeth. <laughs> I've been through the the What's it called? The trials and whatever. Trials and tribulations. Yeah, yeah. Trials and tribulations. I, I smoke my weed. I, I do nothing crazy. I never done no like pills or anything like that. The only thing I ever done was weed. But she caught me one time. She caught me twice, actually. Because he's an ass. He okay, smoked so let me it in the you. house. No, 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 no. Let me explain. Let me explain. I was smoking in the basement with the door open, and that shit smelled all the way. It crawled up the stairs and went all up in the living room. It went right into your mama's nose. We had some of that good shit. That was that za. I mean, I said the same thing all of us have been through. Yeah. Nah, and then the other time she called me, she just eased dropping putting her ear to my door and then she hears me talking talking about oh yeah i was smoking da, da, da. she's like she she i remember that night vividly too she's I'll like bust justin. through the door she's like justin what the hell are you talking about she's like i want that phone when i come back from washing these dishes give me your phone yo son i started deleting everything i'm <laughs> deleting everything going through instagram snapchat well, I, I, documentation it's all boy. speculation yeah yeah but i mean shut the hell up now i mean now i really don't uh I don't smoke anymore. I don't like, like, I don't even like smoking anymore, to be honest. But I don't, I don't get peer pressure into doing anything. Like, somebody's like, oh, you want to hit this? I'm like, no. Like, or anybody, yo, you trying to draw this? Yeah, nah, like, for but me, you, like, you I'm know good. what it is? Your honesty is that you tried it. You were there. You can say yes, yeah, no. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I've been there, done that. So been there, it's like, done I don't that. really want to do it anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it is what right. It is. How about you, Kayla? I, I see that. Like, I see people do it. I don't have no interest in it. Um, people do what they want to do at this point. Um, you can't really control them. Sometimes they, they won't listen to you, you know? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, but do you feel like, um, like the curiosity, like, do you have, a, is it a lot around you? Especially, I ask you because you're 16, you're in Florida. Florida's a lot different yeah. than New York, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Like in New York? Wow. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. a lot down, down here. It's very difficult because down here, these kids, they, they popping pills. They doing shit. Yeah. That yes. it's, a, it's a lot yes. of different it's, stuff. So and it's really, really hard drugs. But like, that's what that's what I mean about the things like in New York, you know, out here, you know, we have bad weather and whatever the shit sucks. Florida's beautiful weather. But, you know, any any time of day, you know, if you want to get out. Take a breath. You could go to 42nd Street. The bodegas are always open. You hungry. You could, you know what I mean? It's not just like being in the house. Florida, everything closes at what? One o'clock in the morning? 10 o'clock at night? You bugging, oh, girl. We live oh. in South Florida. This is over 24-7. That <laughs> <laughs> no, is. I remember we went to Taco Bell at like four in the morning one time. Yeah, you know? bro. We go, but you know, for you kids that, that's, you know, in New York, growing up in New York was very different because we had the examples in front of us at all times. Mm -hmm. I grew up in a generation with crackheads. Yeah. So we knew what, what where that road would take you. Yeah. Down here, you don't see that. So down here, yes, it's down here. It, the culture is very different. Up there, you know, well, the like kids are hanging like out. The party. Yeah, it's like the party drug and people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and down drugs. here, 
Yeah, and it's down here. It's like the kids down here go through so many different things. Growing up in New York, if you did anything else but smoke weed, you was a crackhead. Yep. We didn't know what pills were. We didn't know what none of that shit was. Nope. And and I grew up in a, at a time where I sold drugs, but we, you know, we had that example in front of our face twenty four seven. And especially me, you know, I had my mother was was unfortunately, you know, an addict, and so I've always had that lingering in the back of my mind. Right. So you know, but for the kids down here in Florida, there's nothing to do. There's that they're not on the block hanging out, riding bikes. You know, growing up how we grew up, everything now is social media, everything now is 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 a uh, is a uh, looking better than what you really are. You know, and it's about the cool kids and shit like that. And that's why, you know, my advice to you guys would be continue to be a leader, never a follower, because at the end of the day, none of these people have their be- your best interests in mind. You know, and all it takes is one mistake to open your eyes, and then you're 20 years down the road thinking, how the fuck did I get here? You know what I'm saying? And it's like a lot of these kids also don't have the proper parenting. Yes, you know what? We, you know, uh, some of us may have not done the greatest job, but my, you know, I pride myself on being very transparent with, with my kids. And as Justin knows, there's nothing that he could ask me that I will not be honest with him about. That's a fact. And, and that's a thing that that uh, parents lack because I feel like kids need that sincerity and that honesty and that transparency to be able to translate that to their children to let them know, listen, you know, this is what it is, this is what it's not, you know. I know a lot of people that, you know, ruined their whole life over being peer pressured into, into certain drugs. And then one thing leads into another thing and one thing leads into another thing and so on and so on. And there's nothing there. There's nothing there for that shit. You know, at least back home, we, we were getting peer pressure to do dumb shit. Yeah. Like, dude, fucking let's go rob us. Uh, let's go steal. Let's go do something dumb. Let's go steal a car. But it was oh, never. Oh, yeah, that's, that's some dumb shit. <laughs> no, but it, but it was never drugs. It was that is some really dumb shit. Yeah. And by the way, you're talking about being honest. You've been, t- you told him a lot of my stories too. Yeah. I don't think yes, I forgot bro. about that. Don't be telling, don't be telling my business. But you're not going to tell him? Hell no. But that's the you're problem. That's what I somebody before, that, y'all. But that's a that's a story for another time. <laughs> Michi, can you edit that out, please? <laughs> nah, don't edit that out. <laughs> uh, I mean, you kind of took it a little serious there too. But um, so another thing here is we see a rise in mental health issues and suicide in teens and children. Like it's it's gotten to where you see even younger and younger kids killing themselves and you know getting addicted to all these things. What do you think contributes to that? Bullying, social media, peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Like people want to force you to do things that you don't want to do. Okay. And that's like, I know people need to know when to stop. <laughs> And people like to push, push, push until the other person can't do it no more. Do you think like bullying, like what kind of bullying is it that like you, is it more like cyberbullying, like online mm, or like, like in person too? Like if you're at school, people will come up, you know, you know how bullying works. No, I know. But I'm just like, your generation is very different from mine. Yeah. My generation, you was getting made fun of in your face, you know, but I know with you guys it's, it's different. You have a lot of, okay, now you're looking at comments and now it's like, oh, I didn't get enough likes oh, or yeah. comparing yourself to comparing yourself to other people. Yeah, like you see somebody on social media, and it's like, like, oh yeah, I wish I was her. I wish I had her body. I wish I was pretty like her. I'm ugly. I'm this. I'm that. Okay. Well, you well, you know, you're not ugly. So no, I, no but I just <laughs> it's an example. No, I know, I know what you're saying, Justin. Yeah, like what Kayla said, social media is definitely like a a big part of that. Cause I I mean, don't don't take this the wrong way, but like I feel like everybody's so sensitive nowadays, and like you know, they let the the most little things like bother them. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially on social media, like somebody will comment on their picture, "Oh, you're ugly," and they're like, "Oh my god." Uh, like, <laughs> 
I'm not trying to sound like a a a hole or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to be insensitive, but it's like, why are you letting somebody dictate your life? You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't let somebody have that much control on what you think about yourself to take your own life. You know what I mean? Like, but that's that's just my input on it. Well, my opinion, I feel like parents have a lot to do with um, kids, like their mental health sometimes, but it also has to do with school. Um, you don't know when your kid's getting bullied. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know how they're feeling at home. Like, you don't know how things are affecting them. I feel like it also plays on your part and make sure your kid is straight to make sure your your kid is okay enough to, you know, want to live. But social media does have a big impact, too, because, for example, I think TikTok has... Forget Instagram, forget Snapchat. I think TikTok has become one of the most toxic things. I love TikTok, but it's so toxic like you can't say one thing wrong you can't look a certain way you can't be yourself because someone in those comments are going to judge you someone's going to say something about you something's going to be abnormal to them and honestly like it's not so you're not supposed to be normal you're supposed to be yourself like somebody somebody else's point of view you're not normal but because you're not dumb but you're different you know it's a good thing yeah and i see that a lot too like that's the first thing that people do when you look at a post you go straight to the comments right like that's what that's what everybody does if you notice one little thing wrong with the video or something with the person like you're going hold up let me see if other people are thinking the way i'm thinking let me see if they saw that and you're going in the comments and people are just like they'll find any little thing it'll be a picture of beyonce and they'll find something wrong with her toe you know what i'm saying and they're like did you see that she got a bunion on her toe blah 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 (laughs) that's because i feel like people you know people are miserable and you know misery loves company and they break behind that keyboard and right, behind exactly. the phone. Right, exactly. Right. They'll because there's a lot of things that you won't say. Right. Yeah, yeah. But you don't realize how, like, like Justin said, okay, maybe to you, you're like, I don't even understand how that would affect somebody because it doesn't affect you. But like, there's kids younger and younger getting on social media now, and that's all they know, and that's how they they find their validation. You know what I'm saying? Is like, okay, if I don't have double digit likes or triple digit likes like i'm gonna delete i'm gonna delete this because you know nobody likes it or you know if if the person that you're looking for let's say they have a crush on somebody and that person doesn't like it then they feel like it's not good you know what i'm saying like i feel like they put so much into validation that's what they're looking for validation i mean talking about that i how was uh, this is this is an interesting question because this is something that we none of us lived um how was everything during the pandemic like school friends social life how was it for you guys was it difficult was it like a good thing Did, are you happy it happened or are you sad it happened well personally for me when the pandemic happened i was in ninth grade and i we were all going to school everything was normal and i used to have a lot of friends like i used to be popular i used to mom knows i always had a different friend like i would just be friends with everybody and then when the pandemic hit, we started going online. We were online for a whole year. I kind of just distanced myself from everybody because when you're already in by yourself, quarantined alone, like you're just in a house, like there was nothing to do here. There was nowhere to go. Like everything was shut down. I was in a, I was in a computer by myself and you find it, you kind of didn't feel the need to have anybody. You just kind of found like, I just need myself. And then going back to school this year, well, my, my junior year, I went back to school and it was a hundred percent in person. And it was hard because I started a new school. I only made like one friend and that's because she was on the same bus as me and she lived in the same community as me and works the same job as me. Literally, I don't have any other friend. I 
never made friends. I No one really knows me there. I go to school when I have to, and if I don't, I stay home. Do you think it's because of the pandemic? Of course, because I was so social and so, like, I always wanted to be everywhere in ninth grade before it happened. I always wanted to, my mom knew, like, I always, always in, like, birthday parties or stuff like that. I was always, like, we threw my 15th birthday, and it was, like, a house packed of kids. If I do that now for my 18th birthday, you're going to have, like, three people here. <laughs> so and it was definitely the pandemic. But do you feel do you feel that you've grown to the point where you feel like you know who you are and you don't you don't need that validation? Exactly. That's also what it is because the pandemic taught me like I don't what is what are they gonna do for me? How do they benefit me? They don't like me. My my mind is working. My mind is um you know just I have to get better. And if they're not gonna help me get better, they're gonna tell me oh let's go party, let's go do this, let's go do that. You're gonna waste my money and my time. Yeah. You got you got comfortable with being alone. Exactly, by myself. Exactly. How about you, Justin? Well, uh, the pandemic didn't really affect me. I already enjoyed my enjoy my own company anyway. So I was just chilling, to be honest. <laughs> I was just on the game, like, all night, like, till 6, 7 in the morning, bro. Like, Lord. getting no sleep. Like, I would wake up at 7, not even go to my classes, like, fall asleep for, like, till 4th, 5th, 6th period, and then just get on the game at 5 and then stay on till 5, from 5 p.m. to 5 a.m., just grinding at that Call of Duty. Yeah, bro. <laughs> that, 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 you hey, you got, that, that. you got that from me. Yo. Oh, my God. That grind was something serious, too. I hit Prestige Master every season. I was, like, oh level 400, God. 500. I was sweating, boy. How about you, Kayla? The pandemic affected me because... I'm a visual learner and I can't learn online. Like in math class, I did not that's learn anything. I still managed to pass. I still don't know how, but you know, I did it anyways. You know, um, I do like my own company, but it's to a certain extent. Like if I'm in the house too much, I do want to go out, but I do like to be alone and have my own space. Yeah, that's an ex- that's an excellent point. She's that's a visual. an excellent yeah, point, and that's and that was one of the things that I was discussing with uh with one of my friends when during the beginning of the pandemic because people learn different ways. Some people are visual learners. Some people are you know are audio learners. You know, some people are just it's different for 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 every every person every kid is very different. You know, I always felt like the kids had it worse than the adults. Yeah, adults lost jobs and you know some people lost businesses, but you can regain that over with time. You know, you can't you can't do high school again at 20 years old. You're not going to be Van Wilder. You know what I'm oh saying? <laughs> you know, it's Billy like, Madison. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not going to be Billy Madison. So it's like, you know, props to you guys for getting through that, because that's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. I mean, it's, it sounds like it's fun and it sounds great. But then after, yeah. after month three, you're like, all right, this shit is this shit is old. It's whack. It's whack. You move on to you move on to the next grade and you're like, I don't know what the fuck. I'm I mean, doing. the pandemic for me was the best time ever. <laughs> For real. Yo, I had I had like 90s in every class. I was cheating on every test. <laughs> oh my god, bro! Why but that's the thing. I mean, that on a podcast. Uh, wild. Wild. <laughs> I'm not even in high school anymore. I don't care. <laughs> All right, listen. Um, graduating high school and becoming someone is an amazing uh, trend. Kids these days have going on. Excuse me. Do you think it's different depending where you come from? So, meaning, do you think it's different? Um. The graduating high school, depending on where you come from. So that could be from either, you know, where you're at or where your upbringing or, you know, like we're talking about, especially with us having, you kids having co-parenting, how much more special is getting to that point for you guys or, or getting close to that point or for you, Justin, like you have graduated? Well, there's a lot of kids who, honestly, I've seen 
I seen a honestly this in Florida and New York, I've seen the lack that kids have in New York, but their their school system, like it's just different from Florida. Like I used to learn so much in New York. I used to learn like it was when I went to charter school, it was so it was so good. Like I used to learn so much. And over here I feel like I didn't I don't I didn't learn as much as I should have. But going back to the question, I think that I don't know, like is it like a good trend? It's good that it's a trend that people are not dropping out and it's like oh, that's a trend. Like, let me just drop out. What do you need high school for? Mm-hmm. But back to you're saying like co-parenting and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I just, as a as a daughter, I think I just owe my mom, like at least graduate high school. Like whatever you do after that, that's your decision. But she was there for from elementary all the way to high school. Like that's the least you could do. Give it to her and graduate high school and also do it for yourself. Cause I mean, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. You simply go through those years and you just graduate. So to me, I just think that you have to want it in yourself and want it for your parents too. How about you, Justin? I mean, I guess it's a trend, like Alexa said, not to drop out or whatever, but, uh, you know, I'm one of the few people in my family that are graduating, going to college and whatnot. I mean, even though my mom went to college, you know. We graduated. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and Laura too, right? Yeah. yeah. We all graduated. You ain't, the, you ain't one of the first, bro. We got He's the first nah, boy. Nah, like, He's the first know, man. Like, yeah, that's right. true. He's the first. He so is give him the props. Boy. Give him props. <laughs> You're the first man. Yeah. Uh, me and my friends, we always like, we're always talking about like literally just yesterday we were um talking about like what our majors are, what colleges we're going to. Like, I don't know. I mean, personally, me, I, I love talking about college. Like I've been talking about college since like the beginning of the year. Like every chance I get to talk about it, I do. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm going to this college. Like I want a dorm. I want to, you know, do all that types of stuff. So, yeah. How about you, Kayla? I have goals to go to college. I want to be a doctor. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know which one yet, but um, my friend, me and my friends don't talk about it. Not like that. I mean, I'm pretty sure they do have goals from themselves. I hope. <laughs> and they, <laughs> right, we hope. We hope. Graduate. I know that for sure. Not so much on college, but um, I want to go to college, but then... Like, if I don't, I'm probably going to be like my dad, be a businesswoman, you know, work for yourself. Okay, that's good. You know, make your own money. So I think we covered a lot. There's one thing, you know, final kind of send off question that we'd like to ask is, um, what is something that you learned and admire about your parents? Um, what I learned from you is probably caring of you. Like you can you show up for your for your friends. You are your therapist for your friends. Like I definitely get that from you. I am the therapist for my friends. <laughs> so many situations. Um, one thing I admire, um, you. <laughs> that was for that. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. And you know, I told you she's like her daddy. She, you know, a few words, but you know, it hits home. I know what she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Justin? Well, I definitely admire my mom's drive. Like she's very, like I said before, very goal driven. Always gonna get it, no matter what. That's and that's one thing I learned from her as well. So I'm kind of taking on that trait as well. Like no matter what it is, she like. She's on it. Drive, 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 drive. You know what I mean? Like, especially with the podcast stuff, grinding all day, you know, doing this, doing the episodes, the seasons, making merch, all types of stuff. Even like she comes home from work. She has like two jobs, basically. She she works from like eight to, to four thirty, comes home and then 
doing podcast stuff for the rest of the night. So that's one thing I, I admire about her a lot. And I give her props because I'm, I'm trying to get easy. like her. But, you know, I be easy. easy sometimes, man. It ain't easy. Shout out to Tanya for that. Thank yeah, you. Man. And don't forget raising your kids. That's another job in itself. Yeah. Because I, I have a two-year-old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, something I learned is not that I don't, I didn't want you to have me, but something I learned was that it's not easy raising somebody at 18. And I held like a grudge against her for a while. Like, oh, why couldn't she do this? Why couldn't she do that? But the truth is, like, when you're, when you're a kid yourself and you're trying to raise a kid, mm-hmm. you guys are going to be like raising each other or growing up together. So, yeah. Both learned stuff in the making and nobody's perfect until they hit like a certain age where they're going to be mature enough or ready enough. And I know that for this child, she's going to, she's going to have now, um, she's going to be, she's going to be fine because she didn't have to go through like anything. She's not going to go through anything like growing up with your mom. Like it's hard. It's, it's really hard because you're like, why can't she do that? But it's just because she's, she's young, you know, she doesn't know what she's doing, mm-hmm. but I do like the same thing that Justin said, cause his mom has a podcast too. She does, I never really like seen her put her mind to something so hard. She always is consistent with it. Like I see her all the time here. She hasn't given, she hasn't gave up her and Negro, like they or Melissa too. And you guys all like work hard and try to have this for people to hear. And I think you guys are doing great. Oh, thank you. Yes. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to them. Right. So, you know, obviously we want to end it. You know, the parents, we want to tell you guys what we learned and what we admire about you guys. Me personally, I admire how mature she is, how mature, how responsible, how I know that she's going to be a great, a great person overall. You know, I admire, I wish that I was more like her in a lot of things where it's like um, she's more caring, more emotional, more giving more she's more of more of everything that i need and uh i've always said i want her to be better mm-hmm. you know I, I want her to be the best version of me and better and i think that you know now that she's going to be 18 in november um <laughs> i can say yeah, i can say that you know mission accomplished first check first check for uh kid number one about you tanya oh god the list is really long for me um but i think mostly what i admire about justin is his charisma his charm he's a sweet talker he will (laughs) he will talk you out (laughs) he will talk you out of anything and talk you into everything um and i also just am happy that he is coming into his own um he has his own personality he's a leader he is you know he always says what he needs to say and um and i think that that's important he always says what's on his mind even if it's hurtful even you know whatever it is he he's he's going to say it <laughs> and um and i think that's one of the the things that i love about him most is his honesty awesome um with me just <clears throat> I admire just your open-mindedness. I admire your your willingness to just roll with the punches. You know, um, I admire that you're not rushing through life, that you're enjoying life, that you don't feel like you have to go anywhere, that you're not. There's nowhere you have to be at this moment. You value that. You value your time. You value your experiences. You value your just the moments that you're creating. You know, don't change that about yourself. Don't ever change. Don't ever. Don't ever conform to anybody else's way. All right, this you you know you know what's best for you. I admire how respectful you are. You know what I'm saying. I admire how your willingness to try different things. We talk all the time. This job is whack. I'm out. 
<laughs> I admire, hey, listen, I admire that you're not. Don't ever be one of those people that just stay somewhere because they have to stay somewhere. Always, always stay the same. Always, you know, go through life with the mindset that you have, and I promise you, you're gonna get to where exactly where you need to go, Pa. I love you. Love you too. Yeah, how you? How about you, Melissa? You're about to make me shut a tear, yo. So <laughs> his, eyes, his eyes are sweating. Um, so. Well, Kayla, what I admire about my firstborn, you know, it's, again, like you said, it's hard being 18 and growing up with a baby. But um, Kayla is just so open minded as well and just like so accepting of everyone. And it's something that I know I can do better at. Like, you know, she she accepts people with no judgment. Like she's not like she's very like she schools me a lot. You know what I'm saying? With like just like the differences with people like, oh, well, you know, nothing's wrong with that. And, you know, let that person be who they want to be. And like she's she's not one of those kids that are like petty and making fun of other kids. And, and, and if someone's different making fun from when she was little you know she never was like that um so I admire that about her just very accepting of people and very loving and you know she's very responsible and you know when it comes to school and stuff like that I don't, I don't even have to stay on top of her because she just she just wants to do good for herself and that's how you know you're doing a good job girl she's got you know a little shout out to Kayla she got 3.96 GPA top 10 Shout out to you, baby. So I'm proud. We're definitely doing our thing. I want to give a special, you know, thank you to Tanya for joining us. Um, yes, you know, doing this was very. It's it it it's it's great for the kids. You know, make sure you guys share with your friends and let them know that it's okay. Because sometimes you know what it is. They don't have that parent that they can talk to. Right. Maybe whatever your dad said or what I said or what Melissa said or what your mom said would resonate. And that's all they needed. They needed that little push. They needed that little guidance. Even if it's for people that we, they don't even know, sometimes it works. So that's the purpose. You know, that's the reason why we're here. That's the reason why we do things. I'm sure, Tanya, you know, the platform is the same way for you. Yeah. I think that this is a dope, a really dope um, way to get our kids involved in what we do because everything we do is for them mm -hmm. you know every 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 struggle every tear every you know argument every everything we we do it for them because we love them and because um we want them to be greater than us amen yep. amen to that and with that we're, we're out, out of here, here.